You are listening to Bitcoin, Blockchain and the Technologies of Our Future with Naomi Brockwell. We now have remote access so we can hear everything that's going on inside Will's car. Isn't that illegal? Only if he knows about it. Does someone have remote access to your phone? Can they access your cameras without you knowing or see everything that you do on the device? And how would you know if they could? There are hundreds of apps that can give stalkers the ability to track their victims. It's even been called stalkerware. Stalkerware is any app or software that can be used to spy, track, or reveal personal details about someone without their knowledge. And apparently these apps are shockingly common. Infected devices increased by 63% between last September and May of this year. In this video, we will go over different types of stalkerware, how to detect it, and what to do if you find any on your device. We'll also give you some tips to beef up your phone security to prevent this stuff from being installed in the first place. This is just the first step down the rabbit hole. First things first, stalkerware isn't always advertised as a nefarious tool. Often, these apps are intended for parental controls, targeted towards nervous parents who want to keep tabs on their children for their safety. As a parent, do you want to know who your children contacted recently? Are you curious about what websites your children visited? The New York Times recently dove into an app called Flash Keylogger, which billed itself as a tool to monitor the online activity of family members by logging what they type. If someone has physical access to the device, they install these apps directly from the App Store and then disguise them as something generic like a calendar or a calculator. But far from being a calculator, it's actually recording every single keystroke. These apps can usually read your private messages, see everything you browse on the internet, copy your photos. It can even turn on the camera or listen in on phone conversations. This app provides remote access to nearly anything. These spyware apps all handle the data that they capture in different ways. Sometimes this data might stay on the device until the installer regains access and retrieves it. Other times it might be sent to a remote server or emailed directly to the person who installed it. FlexiSpy uploads the data to your online portal where you can review, download and delete what's important to you. If you're ever tempted to put this sort of spyware on your child's phone, don't. These apps are incredibly invasive and a total violation of trust. These apps are not only a replacement for healthy trust, they also represent a terrible compromise of your privacy and security. Because it's not just you getting access to all that information, it's the spyware company itself. You're essentially entrusting all of this data about your kids, your employees, your spouse to a single, mostly unknown company. Let's take SpyEye as an example. They're based in China. CocoSpy told me they're based in Bangladesh, but all of their messages came to me in Chinese. These aren't necessarily countries where I want to be sending the most intimate data about my loved ones or employees. Perhaps it's a well-meaning parent who installs this app, and they're unintentionally compromising the security of their own child. But sometimes it's a controlling domestic partner. My ex-boyfriend said that he would find me anywhere I could go. He said he knew how to track me down. This stuff is insidious. Cybersecurity director at EFF, Eva Galperin, says that spyware apps are linked to some of the worst cases of domestic abuse that she's seen. But stalkerware doesn't always mean a spyware app. Sometimes it can be accidental stalkerware, like a tracking app that you deliberately downloaded but forgot was still active. 
Features like find your friends, use your GPS to allow others to track your location. You might go to a festival and give everyone in your group access to track you, and then forget about the app altogether. Leaving these tracking features on makes you vulnerable if someone wants to use it against you in the future. It could also be an app that perhaps you granted certain permissions without reading those permissions or realizing how invasive they were. All of these things all become stalkerware when they're stealthily used to spy on someone without their consent. It's like a Trojan horse. You welcome it into your phone, only to be hurt by it later. There are thousands of apps that can be used to track or monitor your phone activity. So how do you know if one is on your device? Well, one way is to check your phone permissions. All downloaded apps on your device will be listed here. If you have any apps that you don't recognize, delete them. If anything looks suspicious, delete it. For example, if you have something that looks like a calculator app, but it's requesting access to your microphone, your camera, or your cell data, Delete it. Your calculator does not need these things. You've got a stalker. Another way that you can detect this spyware is by looking up your data usage. Stalkerware apps typically will be communicating to a remote device over a cellular network and therefore may use excessive amounts of data. You can find this in your settings under data usage. Similarly, keep an eye on how fast your battery is draining. Batteries drain much faster when they're using GPS. So if your phone is going flat faster than usual, it may be worthwhile investigating the apps that you have on your device. You can also look within your social media accounts themselves to see if there's been suspicious activity. For example, Twitter gives you a list inside security and account access that shows you which devices and apps have access to your account. Make sure that you remove anything that seems suspicious. There is also some antivirus software that will pick up stalkerware. But fighting stalkerware can be pretty tough because you might not even notice it's there and not all antivirus software flags it. If you're really concerned that there might be something on your device, you might want to consider getting a new device. In such a case, you don't want to create a clone of your old phone and port everything over because that would port the spyware with it. You would intentionally and specifically download just those apps that you want on your new device. And the fewer apps that you have on your device, the less chance that there's something on there that you've given rogue permissions to. The next step is understanding how to avoid getting this stuff on your device in the first place. I have a whole video on how to protect against downloading malware through things like phishing scams. For example, always verify someone's identity before replying to them or clicking on any links and never click on links from unknown sources. Precautions like these will help stop malware being installed on your device remotely. But to protect against someone getting physical access to your device, you really just have to be careful with that device. Make sure that you have a strong pin enabled. Make sure that you have a privacy screen on your device so that those around you don't see when you're typing in your pin. And be careful not to leave your device unattended where others can access it. The harsh reality is that this kind of software is actually getting more common. Apparently, Norton LifeLock's lead researcher has reported more than 800 pieces of stalkerware inside the Android App Store. And although Google has updated their policy to forbid developers from offering stalkerware, countless offerings remain. And although stalkerware apps are far more common on Android, they can still be found for iPhone as well. Privacy is a big deal, and so is safety. Installing an app to spy on someone else's phone is incredibly dangerous for them. It's also important to stay 
stay vigilant against these things on your own devices. If you haven't done a phone security spring clean in a while, now is a great time to look through your phone and clean out any apps that you don't need. You can also check out my video about the top five tips for good digital hygiene. You don't have to be overwhelmed when it comes to privacy. There are small conscious changes that you can make in your daily digital routines that can go a long way to protecting yourself. And these will definitely save you some major headaches down the line. Data is the most valuable asset on earth. I'm a Bitcoin, staring, I'm staring